Rabbi Leonard A. Matanke, Congregation KINS of West Rogers Park, Chicago, Illinois. The topic, we're responsible for what we do. Among the many things contained in this morning's parashah of Matot is a simple statement that the Torah seems almost to gloss over, that it was Bilam, the infamous and yet extraordinary non-Jewish prophet who instigated and plotted to have Moab seduce the people of Israel. And while this piece of information could almost be lost in the broader command to take vengeance on the people of Midian, it's a detail that should be very troublesome, not for its content, but for its location. For why didn't the Torah mention this bit of information before? Why didn't it tell us in Parashat Balak when this whole disaster occurred that it was Bilam who had sent the Moabite women to seduce the Jews? And if God didn't want to mention it there, why not mention it in Pinchas when we're told of their punishment for their terrible crime? Why was Bilam's role not mentioned before? Wasn't it an important part of the story? Shouldn't we have been let in on this little but important fact? According to Chazal, the answer is that the crime needed to be described first, the punishment second, and the name of the instigator only at the end to teach us that even though someone else may have plotted to bring them into sin, nevertheless the Jews, and the Jews alone, were responsible for their own crime. Bilam was left out of the story until this week's parashah to make the point, an important point, that a person is always responsible for what he or she does, that no matter who may have enabled the sin, instigated the crime, or suggested the offense, it is the one who falls into the trap, who does the wrong, who bears the ultimate responsibility. And I share this insight with you for the light that it sheds on our own lives. For one of the great challenges of our time is the tendency to deny and to shift responsibility to others for what we do. Too many things in our society, in our lives, are the fault of others, and not enough our own. And such an attitude is so dangerous, so destructive, that Rambam found it necessary to address this issue in his Hilchot Shuvah, where he wrote, Al davar Yisrael. Do not pay attention to what the fools say, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu determines whether a person will be righteous or wicked, for it's not so. Every person can be as righteous as Moshe if he only wants to, or as wicked as Yeravam if he wants to, or wise or foolish, cruel or merciful, base or noble. For there is no one who forces anyone, no one who makes anyone go one way or the other. It is he himself who by his own volition takes the path he wishes to take. Have you ever heard the story of the young boy who comes home from school with a terrible report card? He shows it to his parents and he says... I know, it's Dad, that it's really very bad. But what do you think? Is it nature or nurture? Do you think the real problem are the genes you and Mom passed on to me or the environment in which I've been raised? And the response of the Torah is that we're responsible for what we do. Adam muad leolam. A human being is always responsible for what he or she does, which might just be the most important lesson of our parashah. The reason the Torah tells us the story of what happened in Moab in precisely the order that it does. First, the crime, and then the punishment, and only later, as if an afterthought, the instigator, so that we might learn that even when there are temptations in life, ultimately, we are responsible for what we do and who we are. Shabbat Shalom.